<laughs> oh, good, you made it. Just in time. Welcome to the Halloween haunt. You'll find out about eerie traditions and hair-raising history, as well as spine-chilling stories and poems. And now, the putrid purveyor of the petrifying, the Halloween Haunter! <laughs> what is it about Victorian houses that seem to make them so appealing to ghosts? Or do they appeal to our imagination of ghosts? There are so many angles, so many corners, so many nooks and crannies. Lots of places for a ghost to live, er, uh, dwell. New England seems like a much haunted area of the country, so it's not surprising that a Victorian mansion in Gardner, Massachusetts is thought to have ghosts. It's actually referred to as THE Victorian, although I can't imagine it's the only one in town. It may be the biggest, though. The Victorian was built in 1875 by a wealthy furniture maker across the street from his factory. After all, Gardner is the furniture capital of the world. That's what they say, anyway. You do know that with wealth often comes tragedy, don't you? The house is full of tragedy. Sylvester Pierce, the furniture magnate, married a second time after his first wife died soon after the house was built. She got a bacterial disease that decimated her face and hands. Her eldest son, Edward, talked of seeing her spirit in the hallway. I don't know if her spirit face was a before or an after. Mr. Pierce himself died, though, in 1888. One story goes that Edward lost the house in a poker game, believe it or not, and the winner felt a bit of guilt, so he gave the son a room in the basement. When people go down there, they pick up negative vibes. They see shadows and hear kids laughing. However, another story says the house was sold a few times and was a brothel where at one time a client was alleged to have killed a prostitute in one of the rooms. The house was a boarding house in the 60s, and an immigrant died in a bedroom fire on the second floor. He's been heard from more than once since. A former owner believed he heard his son conversing with someone on the baby monitor. No, no. He would answer questions that weren't there. The owner believed it was a nanny who used to live there. As I speak to you, the latest owners of the house have found it interesting. The real estate agent was hesitant to encourage them to buy the house. The price was right though, marked down because of all the tragedy. The lady of the family fell in love with it, being a fan of Victorian houses. As soon as they started to move in, they noticed odd things starting to happen. Moving boxes moved around, soon a man or was it just the image of one, appeared in front of the husband as he sat at his desk in his home office. You might think ghosts only come out at night, but they saw spirits in the morning, afternoon, as well as night. They seemed to come out around the full moon. In the room where the prostitute was supposedly killed, many women who enter have trouble breathing, while men don't notice anything amiss. In the past few years, a family moved in next door, with two elementary school-aged boys. As they moved in, the boys played in the yard. The five-year-old kept looking up at the window. 
This went on for a couple of days. The boy's mother came over to ask how many kids lived there, and the husband said they didn't have any kids. The mother was confused. Her son had seen a boy upstairs, dressed in white. He had asked her son to come in and play, since his mother wouldn't let him go outside. The lady of the house started to be taken over, it seems. She slept walked down to the basement and began digging. She would feel sick in the house, go outside and feel better. So the husband decided to have the house blessed. Things got worse. The wife stayed downstairs for a few nights until one night she was lying down, still awake, and she screamed that something was on top of her. The husband started seeing an image of a woman in an upstairs window while his wife was feeling weird. That was enough. The couple left, leaving nearly everything in the house, and moved to an apartment in town. Mediums have been possessed there, ghost hunters have seen shadow people, heard voices and footsteps, and heard a boy say, come play with me. One investigator believes there is a portal leading between dimensions which can actually pull one in. In the interest of fairness, I have to point out that I found a doubter online who made some valid points. Some less so. The most valid is that the couple have moved out, but still own the house, and in fact conduct tours and rent it out for ghost investigations. They are asking for support because they say the house is in serious need of repairs. So perhaps it's not a profitable enterprise. Stories about the house vary from owner to owner, and some big claims are made now, including visits by the likes of Calvin Coolidge, P.T. Barnum, and Norman Rockwell. It's possible it's all true, or some of it, or none of it. Perhaps we should take a trip to Gardner to see, hear, and feel for ourselves. Are you up to it? More hauntings than Halloween are always in the haunt, naturally at HalloweenHaunt.wordpress.com